0: I had an epiphany so y'all know when you all were younger and you're preparing for college i'm talking to like millennials that graduated in like 05 06 when facebook has just started or created or whatever the case is whatever you want to use you know they said Make sure your page is clean for your future employers because they can look that stuff up. And it was like, okay, you know, when you're a teenager, you're rambunctious and you say what's on your mind and you type weird, you know, using threes for E's and double I's and all of that stuff we used to do as teenagers. You know, they say your employer can look up your information and see that you curse somebody out or you're taking inappropriate pictures and whatnot. So, as I'm laying here, you know, and I thought about it like, okay, you want your Facebook or your social media to be PG so that a kid, if your kids were to scroll on there, they would be okay with uh, what you have on there. And then I realized, like, if your spouse, your spouse, who you may not know, or you might even be friends with them, where to go on your page, go on your story, and look at what you post, would you be proud or would you be embarrassed on what you posted? You know, people always say, my facebook doesn't determine what i'm going through or what's happening to me or you know but at the end of the day your social media reflects who you are if i'm trying to get to know you i am going to go to your facebook i'm going to go to your instagram or i'm going to go on your twitter and i'm going to look at what you share what you comment what you like because that all plays on where your head is at or where your heart is at if i see that you like videos of women twerking guess what i am going to take a mental note and say "Mm, yeah he's not for me he's not walking in alignment with god and ladies and gentlemen i want you to pay attention to what you post you know it might be entertaining to you But you have to check your flesh You have to check your spirit And realize like, Would my future spouse Be proud of What I post Or who I am on social media This persona that I am holding Or this persona that I am Trying to maintain maintain? I think We don't realize How much social media Can reflect Who we are as a person you know, Asia, what are you talking about? The the proof is in the pudding. If I'm always posting sad stuff, I'm probably going through something. Or if I'm posting something that I should not be posting, then that's going to say a lot about my character. You know, playing music. A lot of stuff shows or reflects on how our soul is. And y'all know I gotta back this up with some scripture. Some scripture, scripture. So it says in 1 Timothy 4 and 8, for while the bodily training is of some value, godliness godliness is in the value in every way and it holds a promise for the present life and also for the life to come. So y'all, you know, earth is temporary. Whatever we do on earth, should be either bound or loosed in heaven so what type of seeds are you planting in your life right now are you planting good seeds are you planting bad seeds and are you watering those seeds you know if you're watering them you are you are bearing good or bad fruit look at the people you hang around look at people you're friends with there was a point in time where when i came back home from china y'all I started a whole new Facebook because I didn't, I didn't feel like being attached to those people who aren't going to see a difference in me, or they're going to do stuff that I am not fond of. You know, I used to drink and be all into stuff I should not be dibbling and dabbling in. But some people are comfortable with doing all this stuff because they have yet to. Grow spiritually, and the Lord, you know, the Lord will deliver you from lots of things if you are open to it. The Lord will deliver you from pornography, masturbation, depression, suicidal thoughts, um, voodoo witchcrafts, anything of that nature. He will deliver you. He will. He will a- allow you to go through these things sometime, sometimes in order for you to see that God gets all the glory he should receive all the glory you know we try to design our own life when God has a plan for our lives anyway you know we could be delaying blessings because of our ignorance or because we simply don't want to do it God's way we're still ignorant but y'all get the point another another verse know is Philippians 1 and 6 it says and I am sure of this that he who began a good work in you will bring completion at the day of Jesus Christ like I said everything we do is for the kingdom so are we living right are we trying to get people aware of how God works are we trying to get people to understand the gospel like people can hear the gospel but already comprehending it you know that fornication is wrong but you're still fornicating you know that drinking and being drunk is wrong but are you still are you trying to you know find a solution to the problem? we gotta find a solution to our problems you know addictions are real soul ties are real we have to be careful what we tie ourselves into we have soul ties with music like they can't you can't stop listening to music that you should not be listening to there are some stuff that I enjoy then I'm like oh no baby I can't I can't I can't do this and it's not that you're being holier than now but you are more aware of your spirit man like I should not be doing it I should not be in this environment I cannot hang around these people it's just like you know they say birds of a feather flock together and some people agree and some people disagree I think it's to a certain extent to a certain extent you know who you should be hanging around who you should not be hanging around you know we could be from the same family But that don't mean I am doing the same thing that you are doing or the next person is doing. Because those things that they are doing could be life lessons that I'm like, no. And I know y'all probably heard this a thousand times from me about that story. Where it's just a good story. Where the two brothers were... Were either going to stand. I mean walk in their father's footsteps. Or not. So one chose to break generational curses. And not become an alcoholic. The other one did. So we have to realize. like, What we are doing now. Is for the kingdom. These things on earth shall perish. So are we benefiting the kingdom? I just can't be caught up in the hype of stuff you know and and revela- revelations y'all revelations says it all revelations 13 8 says and all who dwell on earth shall worship it everyone whose name has not been written before the foundation of the world in the book of life the lamb who slain mm, what does that mean uh-uh. But revelations is facts. I don't know. I had a brain fart for some reason, y'all. Maybe if I put in the King James version, so I can understand it. No, King, J- not King James. That. <laughs> What's that? Um, let's try NLT. Oh, so basically, this means if you worship the beast your name would not be written in the book of life to the lamb who slaughtered before the world was made so god has given us time to get our life in order y'all like if this pandemic did not show us anything it was anything but to trust in the lord because he holds tomorrow We have to prepare, y'all. Prepare. And a good, a good or great story of the Bible was Noah, when people thought he was crazy, 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 because he was told by God to build an ark, prepare all the animals. Two by two. Two by two. So when it floods, he will have the same species on that boat. And people are like, no, it ain't gonna flood, ain't gonna flood. But guess what? It flooded. In Genesis 6 and 9, verse, I mean, Genesis 6 9 through 21, it said, These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man blameless in his generation. Noah walked with God and had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Jeheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight. The earth was filled with violence. God saw the earth and behold, it was corrupt and all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. And God said to Noah, "I have determined to make an of all flesh for all the earth is filled with violence and through them. Behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Uh, what do you say? Sorry. And Noah said, and God said to Noah, I have determined to make an end of all flesh. For the earth is filled with violence through them. Behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourselves an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover inside out with pitch. And this is how you are to make it. 300 cubits with breadth of 50 cubits and its height of 30 cubits. Make a roof from the arc of cubit above and set the door inside the arc. So, y'all, yeah, I ain't gonna read all of that. But, paraphrasing, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But, basically, God specifically told him how, how large the ark should be how tall it should be you know the the width length and height of the ark all the details sorry y'all sorry 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 i apologize but god is preparing us for marriages and yet instead we think this is a game everything we do is for the kingdom god wants to show that he can put things together for his good and you know people are like oh marriage is a piece of paper i've seen people who have marriages and they're successful without god i don't believe any marriage is successful without god that's that's just me that's just me i know for a fact that god can restore stuff god can heal stuff god can do anything anything that we think is impossible is possible through the eyes of Jesus Christ or God you know so I definitely have to look up God's plans first hmm. yes 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 God is very descriptive and patient. Excuse me. God directs Proverbs sixteen and nine says, "We are guilty of pre-planning out our future." Some. Oh, I'm sorry. This is just it. It's describing it, but it says, "In their hearts, humans plan their." Cor- Forth, but the Lord established their steps. And so, y'all, God is ordering our steps. We have to get prepared for what God has for us. You know, we have to do stuff and seek the kingdom first. Yes, you have to seek the kingdom first and all righteousness shall be given unto thee or unto you. I found a verse that talks about, you know, marriage and how it's for the kingdom. I had to reroute it back. I kind of got away from the subject, but we're going to get back on track. So in Psalms 1 verse 1 through 3, it says, blessed is the ones who does not walk and step with the wicked or strand in the way that sinners take or sit in a company of mockers, but who's delight in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which is yield and fruit in the season, whose leaves does not wither, whatever they do prospers. The Lord may delight in you May we meditate on your law day and night. When we do so in marriage and family, we will be like a planted tree by streams of water. Use a fruit in the seasons and who leaf whose leaf does not wither. So y'all, what I'm getting out of this is, you know what I said earlier, you gotta have somebody that will water you daily. Water you daily. You can't have somebody that is listening to stuff that's not going to help you grow or help them grow in a spirit. You know, when you don't water your plants, they die or they get dry. So you need somebody to pour into your cup multiple times, you know. Find somebody that you are equally yoked with. You can't just on Facebook and not care you know I had a couple people that I know a couple people that I know that have slipped up and went off and they said oh my husband is going to help me feel better he's going to tell me to take it down so we need people in our life that will tell us to take our mess down or to stop doing something not in a controlling way but in a godly manner where we can take correction and a lot of our issues is with taking correction a lot of people don't want to be corrected when we're just trying to help them you know I want a husband that can correct me you know it's a way about doing stuff it's a mannerism, like, pulling me to the side, like, hey, babe, don't do that. You know, and there's some people that will embarrass you on the spot. We don't like being embarrassed. None of us like being embarrassed. So we got to find somebody that will say, hey, you know, cut that out. No. Find somebody to match with. Somebody that is suitable for us. Not compatible, suitable for us. I hope and pray that my husband is going to approve of my Facebook. I know lots of times you have to pay attention. one of my business partners/ slash coaches, I don't know what to call them, was saying, you know if you go on your page as if you were a stranger, would you know what you sell or would you join them in business you just gotta scroll on your Facebook and see like would would I contact myself if I know if I know I'm a business owner so think about it like this would you see yourself as kingdom material, wife material, do do I hold hold myself up as a wife? If you were, or somebody was, my future husband, was to look at my Facebook. For me, the answer is yes. I'm not perfect, but I'm pretty sure he would approve of my Facebook or my social media. Like, that's somebody I could marry. You know, you have to think about it, like, it's cool to want to be married it's cool to want to be loved but we have to look at ourselves reflect on ourselves and think about it like okay am i desirable am i a person that would inspire somebody else to be like or to want to get to know or be influenced by You have to look yourself in the mirror, ladies and gentlemen. You know, it's not all about what ladies post, but gentlemen as well. I know gentlemen don't post a lot on Facebook. But the little that we do see, it has to attract us. Like, okay, he's a man of God. You know, he goes to church and all this stuff. We have to look at what we post break it down you might not necessarily be going through it but you still share it and it's on your page so just like I said an employer is scouting out if they should hire you that's the same thing a man is thinking like should they marry you you got to hold a certain caliber for yourself you have to know that you are the favor you know these guys at work know know for a fact they'll be like oh I thought you got married by now or you know something of that nature like oh are you married something like that because they know how I carry myself they know I am a wife might not be their wife but they know for a fact like she's wife material I don't have to have anybody guessing I don't have anybody that thinks I'm just a piece of meat or it's all about how you carry yourself what you say to people how you treat people you have to treat yourself as a queen or whatever you see yourself as. You have to talk and act like it. Now, there are people here, I guess they don't understand. They don't understand. Well, maybe I shouldn't say understand. They just don't seem to know that when you post in x y and z like you posting you cursing at your kids or you you shake your bottom or you drinking whatever whatever you're doing you have to realize that you can scare people away I know people are, I, I don't care what people see that's just me that's how I am and you have to change that in order to be found You have to be wanting to be found. And I'm still in that stage. Okay my husband can find me. But am I really ready. For him to. Pop up like hey. I'm your husband. Or like oh I think about dating you. You have to think about it like that. Are you. Are you of caliber. Of. Being courted And pursued. And. You know, guys are going to, guys, guys are pretty honest and straightforward. They see if you're a smash buddy or somebody you would, they would, they would want to marry. And ladies, being wife material is it cooking, cleaning, you know, screwing, you know, all that other stuff. You have to be there for a man emotionally, spiritually, uplifting him. You know, it's not all about that. It's much deeper than that. It's so much deeper than that. Are you praying for him while he's going through something? Are you praying praying for him right now, even when y'all not together? Or if y'all are together, are you praying for him to be that husband that you need him to be for the kingdom, for the union in Jesus name? (laughs) in Jesus name you have to be fruitful so if you want to be restored Psalm 51 and 10 says create me, create in me a pure heart oh God and renew a steadfast spirit in me in Jesus name amen Amen, amen, amen. What are you feeding your mate, your husband, your wife, whoever is listening? And Galatians 5 and 22 through 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things there is no law and those who belong to jesus christ jesus has crucified the flesh with his passions and desires mm. so are you feeding your audience your husband could be watching you know how in your stories in your stories it has all the people that are watching and then as others, he could very well be that the others that are watching. So are you giving him a good show in terms of I, I wanna watch her lives more. I wanna watch her stories more. Or I thought she was the one, but nah, I'm good. She can't even she can't even hold a conversation without cussing or shaking their butt or you know, what are you feeding them before you you meet them? Something just came to mind is when you are pregnant, you are not supposed to do certain things or eat certain things. Your activity is limited. You know when you are pregnant, you cannot smoke you cannot drink you can't fly on an airplane when you are x amount of months you know you can't do a lot of stuff when you're pregnant you are limited so just think about it as I you lost my train of thought jesus have your way have your way jesus You know, you are supposed to eat certain foods. That's what I was getting at. You're supposed to eat certain foods when you're pregnant in order to give the baby nutrients and supply all their needs. Think about it like that. What are you feeding your future husband to look at or to hear? If you are cussing everybody out, your future husband don't want to be like You know that, yeah. I don't care how, how down to earth you are, if you're doing certain amount things or certain behaviors, or if you're rude, you're delaying the process of meeting your future husband, future wife too. You know, guys be listening to, guys be listening to this too. So we have to level up. We have to level up in what we take in and what we take out we have to choose great mates you know God will tell you who your husband is but or wife but it's up to you to decide and particular, on it you know he gives us free will if we don't want to date that person or maybe that person we can be like deuces but it's just more so of suggesting that can benefit the kingdom that you can benefit people around you and say, hey, God, thank you. I am going to honor this marriage that you have ordained. Because I want people to know whatever that I have been going through in my life that God still had glory. This time next year, I'm be married or engaged. And I'm going to have a testimony like Y'all this happened to me That happened to me You know I've been through this and that But guess what God is still Amazing God is still awesome I have a husband You know what y'all And also I know I'm just talking and talking And talking but I have not talked to y'all Or spoke with y'all In a minute But people are like marriage is not a reward You know what y'all I believe marriage is a reward not the only reward but i believe it is a reward because of the simple fact that there are people who are married 30 40 50 years in art and they are unhappy they are unequally yoked there are so many factors in these marriages and you may be the first marriage that is kingdom are so many couples settling for less or staying together because of the kids well i tell you and i'm going to prophesy to you that your marriage is breaking generational curses the devil hates unions the devil hates unions so lord i just want to pour in to these future marriages these future babies these future businesses lord thank you for the anointing, Lord. I ask that you direct our paths, order our steps, prepare for the kingdom marriages, prepare to exit situations that no longer service, exit relationships that don't service us, exit soul ties, Lord, we need you right now, God. We are asking for a double portion, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that we see see lord what you are doing in our lives restoring relationships that are healthy and godly god in the name of jesus and we are advocating for healthy marriages god and not allowing counterfeits to come our way we rebuke the counterfeits god in the name of jesus we want to move forward god and honor your union god in the name of jesus we want to let your thoughts be your thoughts and your ways be your ways God in the name of Jesus direct us in the right path God in the name of Jesus make us better God Make us heal and whole, God in the name of Jesus we love you let your spirit shine down on us God in Jesus name may we feed our future husbands future wives our future the fruit of the spirit God fruit of love and honor and devotion to you god in the name of jesus we pray amen hallelujah god we love you i love you too everybody that is listening stay tuned for another episode of ladies level up <music>